And it's Jamie's Driving Podcast. Last week of... You okay over there? Yeah. Last week of Tommy Lee, January. Tommy Lee Jones, January. Jones, January. Yes, yeah, sir. You and have to get that alliteration yeah. right in there. Yeah. And uh, we are with this uh, Kate Bush running up a hill. Talking about 80s, pure 80s right there, the synthesizer. <laughs> I think this movie that we're going to be reviewing today is the king of the synthesizer movie. My God. I mean, this one and um, and uh, Never Ending Story, King of the Synthesizers. There's a couple of them, yeah. There's good. I mean, but hey, hey, this, when I, yeah, yeah, we are looking at a certain mm. movies from the 80s, and you can just say, ah, it takes it back. Yeah, this this one, never seen it before. Ne- me neither, uh, until, you know, this past week or two. It's And, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's 80s. Try to pick out stuff that Tommy Lee Jones wasn't wasn't a a star uh, in yeah. a co-star or supporting actor or yeah. hey look he's there with other people. Oh my god! I need to stand. I blew my back out this week sitting down. It's it's. So you just sit down, old man. <laughs> so it's depressing. It's like I have to get up every like thirty thirty minutes, uh-huh. or else my back cramps up. And you know when you work out, it's going to happen. I don't give a shit who you are. It's going to happen. But when you don't work out, it happens. It happens too. Uh, <clears throat> but this was the first time where I've ever like got injured and I altered my workouts. We usually say you got injured in like the playoff game or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just make up a story. Make up a story. But yeah, this is the first week I've actually like. All right, I'm not going to do squats. I'm just going to let it rest because it was it was it hurt and uh, it is what it is. It is you know it's getting old. It's it's freaking getting old, and 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 I, I realize that you know the Grim Reaper is is not not near us right now. Um, I mean, we can't see him in the distance, but the Grim Reaper is like, hmm. I got these guys in my sights. A few decades, possibly. Who knows? You know, uh, it just it, but it is the beginning. It is the beginning. Just, just because your back hurts. Yeah, it's it's like. Really, when you're 46, oh, my back like, hurts. I thought I was invincible until that. No, not because I'm dead. I'm just saying, like, you know, it is, it is, we're, <laughs> we we are entering the late summer of our life. Man, you are just depressing. I'm not being depressed. I mean, I'm not saying we're, we're in the late summer. I'm saying we're about to enter the late summer. I think I'm in, like, you know, April. We're in July. No, we're not. No, we're not April. I feel it. No, we're not April. Oh, I feel it. We it's are great. in July right now, okay? July. Fireworks Blech. went off in my back last night, Blech. or the, two nights ago, so it is July. We are in July. Oh, I don't okay. care. Well, we're in if July. You, if, we, you, if you say so. We ain't in December. At least we're not in the fall, dude. If you say so. We got into our mid-50s until we get into our Hey, speaking of fall. months, we're, we're down one month yes, of the worst God. four months oh, of the year. Oh, God. It's the worst, worstest time of the year. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Month over. I, I just feel like this is yeah month over and of probably course the, we have the next month's probably one of the worst months. The, wor- the, the next month is the worst month ever. I hate February. <laughs> it's long. It's short by a couple. Of, well, this year, this they year got, is, they got an extra day. Is uh, yeah because it's twenty four. That's right. I had to check my calendar because I keep forgetting what year we're in. Well, I don't care. I gotta get that ready. I gotta get that ready. I get my impression ready for today. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Um, Clear his throat. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Me, me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, 
You know what helps with impressions? What? Uh, tequila. Tequila is good. I'm that's what, I, that's what I've heard. I I'm, don't I'm drinking know. Captain and Die. Well, it's not Captain Diet. It's uh, Kraken and Die. I figure <sighs> since I am entering the late summer of my life. Jesus. We're going to move on. My bag from hurts. The, I'm, I'm no longer. I can't be the Kraken because I can't, I can't lift my leg up. It hurts too much. So I'll just be the Kraken. Like, ah, look at me. I'm you, a you should do Kraken. It. Plus, the name of our next campaign kind of has that, that theme to it. Okay, yeah, yeah, buddy. You know, you should do squats just with no weights. I do lightweights. Not like 8,000 no, pounds. I don't do, I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't do that Maybe just anymore. the bar. Or maybe Kenji. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't I don't go super heavy anymore. Uh, I do moderate. Actually, you know what I've been doing lately is I've been doing very slow reps. Like mm-hmm. four seconds, pause, four seconds. That's probably better. It is much better. There's and, um, and at your age, you should probably not be doing like really heavy super things unless unless no. you're going for like competitive. No. The, the thing is, is like a lot of the guys, like I started working out when I was 14 years old. Uh-huh. And, you know, when guys who start working out in their 20s, they got 10 years of less wear and tear on their bones and ligaments and stuff. And that means something. It does mean something. You know, so you know, I've been working out freaking uh, 32 years now. 32. So um, it's just my my shoulders, I, the, the slightest thing sucks. And it's, it start, when it starts interfering with, like, sleep and your just overall comfort and your ability to work, you got to make some adjustments. I realize I'm never going to be 210 pounds again, you know. I was two ten. My fat just, just you know. Oh, okay. I was wondering where you were where you were going with that. No, I'm just saying like I'll, I'm never gonna be able to lift that, you know, get up Hell. that that. Mm-hmm. So again, late summer of my my lifetime, I'm gonna be you know uh-huh. I'm in Margaritaville right now. Well, yeah. I, mean, I, in, I think you're mentally there every day. I am. You know what? Yeah. Especially to this this evening Friday. You know, else is in Margaritaville. Um, this. Well, there's lots of things. What what else is in Margaritaville? Lots of lots of drinks, a lot of shenanigans going in Margaritaville because you know it is. You know, the, oh, honestly, I think we're on the younger side of who would be going to Mar- Margaritaville. The younger side of old. Yes, we're no, we're not old. We're we're midlife. Now you're being depressing. You, you call know, me think, depressing. You know, I think our our generation is is going to re. It, well, the older Gen Xs are. I think redefining what it means to be old. And I hate to say that in that way because I sound like a progressive. No, you're right. I sound like a leftist who wants to redefine everything in communism. But I, I do think because of what, like, uh, I, I think I said this before, there was a 50 or 55 and over, like, uh, uh, senior area at the library mm-hmm. in, in Howard County. And I'm like, man, I am just like four or five years away from that. Yeah. I'm like, do they, are they, do they have a land party there? Or are there Xboxes? I mean, no. Well, the thing is, the thing is, you know, boomers didn't do that. We we have we we've got things to do when we retire. We do, we do, and I think one thing that is not lost upon us hobbies, hobbies is the fact that if you look at Golden Girls, they were all in the fifties. Think about that. I wouldn't touch any of them girls on these women, these beautiful women. God bless them. They look, they're in their seventies in that mm, show, right? 50s? No way. There are yeah. some hot-ass 50-year-olds out there. What's that big-breasted Latino woman that's on that one show? Um, it was like a big show. I don't watch a lot of sitcoms. Is that so Sophia? Sophia Vera. Ver- I mean, Vergara, she, she's right. like 50 years old, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 50, lot, 51, of, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but she's like 
Dad damn. Yep. She's hot as a 20-year-old. So I, I I do think that's going to be the case. I think uh, your position, because I think Margaritaville, could you imagine when all the Gen Xers are retired and down at Margaritaville? It's yeah. still going to be a party. Oh, yeah, it's going to be. There's not going to be a bunch of old people. Go, oh, well, we just did that. No. It's gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> play that old people music. Dude, I mean. It's going to be like Phil Collins. Phil Phil Collins. See some guy like, you know. Right, exactly. You, no, 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 no. When they, when they play that song, everyone's going to do the air drum at the same time. It's going to be, that's how. It's going to look like a 1995 Madden game with like in the crowd, how like all the crowd goes in unison. No exactly. what. Right, right, <laughs> right. Griff isn't here. Uh, we'll talk about him next week. Next week. Next week, uh, his whereabouts that he texted us. Um, he is somewhere. But, but we have, you know, with, this is an entertainment show. And we're here to entertain. What? And one of the one of the one of the outliers in our in our lexicon of stuff here that we do on JB's Driving Podcast uh-huh. is every March, late March, we focus on WrestleMania. We have our like annual wrestling show, you know. Wrestling show. We, we've done some wrestling. We've done some wrestling. There's lots of wrestling going on this in this uh this house when uh here and Kenji getting in, in as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but I don't know if you heard, a couple days ago, it came out that uh, one of uh, Vince McMahon's... Allegedly. 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 Because I... I, I'm a, I listen, I'm not going to beat up on Vince McMahon. I'm not. Because I like Vince McMahon. Okay? I oh, like, that means you're just as guilty. That's yes, what every, that's right. I'm a, that's what everyone is saying, that because he stayed somewhere that Trump owns. Oh, that my God. Trump raped a thousand people. Yeah, well, if our other co-host was here, he would be insinuating that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No evidence. Doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Just Trump. Trump. Just Trump. Doesn't Again, look at it critically. This, Trump. Is, this is coming from a guy who is not a big fan of Trump, okay? Okay? I'm just sorry. I'm not. I used to be, but because of the COVID lockdowns and him bowing to Fauci, you know, I'm not. And because, you know, his only claim to fame was his tax cuts and he could do a lot of fucking more, um, in my opinion, culturally, I'm not, I wanna, I'll, I'm going to support him over Biden, obviously, but I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. But again, I'm going to- I gonna, just can't understand what Biden says. That, that, that Biden's a joke, okay? I might want to get a politics. But listen, I'm going to support Trump, though, okay? End of story. Well, I mean, if if the if the you know I'm Democrats going, and the Never Trumpers have their way, but they're no, going to be not, they're going to be in the no, same jail no. cell, McMahon yep. and Trump, yes. just next to each other. I agree. Or in the same cell. But I'm going to support because Trump. Because they're just guilty already. I'm going to support Trump. Mm-hmm. But what I have in my hands right now, okay, for your yeah. team now, now I I do have the legal mind. You do. So I have the actual complaint. I don't know if you heard this. Week. I know how to spell legal. Yes, it's great. L e g a l. Oh, is that it? No, I don't know what it is. L-E-G-E-L? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I had the complaint filed by Mrs. Uh, Janelle Grant, a former WWE employee. Oh, I can tell. She's, uh, uh, she's innocent she's, already. She is. She, listen, after reading this complaint, it's like, there's a lot of legal bullshit. Now, I can't read all 50-some pages. Hey, 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 right? hey Jim. Hashtag me too. Am I right? Yes. Oh my God, it's bad. Because uh, all of those cases were, you know, one hundred percent on the level and true. Well, Tom. Well, Tom. Let me let me, t- let me get a little secret here. Okay, um, being a former law clerk, being yes. a current lawyer of, I mean, I've been in the law. I started on law school in tw- 20, 2002, so I've been in law in two, uh, twenty-one years now. Okay. Um, yes. I know when lawyers put bullshit in, fluff up bullshit. You know, I've seen it so many times. 
And this complaint isn't is, that like a section of the test? It, it is. Take? It's a section of the bar exam. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. But this this complaint is rife with just that. It smells this. This complaint smells. There's probably some middle-aged woman attorney on the other end of this, just putting all this bullshit. Clickety clack. Clickety clack. So, so again, Vince McMahon was was accused of some um, malfeasance. I don't know if you would have called that some some uh, some some things going on here. And I, I you know, I, we're here to entertain. We're here to entertain. I'm going to entertain you. I'm going to read. Bits and parts of this complaint. I'm going to take you through the salacious Bits details of the timeline of the complaint. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Complaint filed by plaintiff Janelle Grant, a former doesn't sound very serious. Former it's just a complaint. employee of WWE who was a victim of physical and emotional abuse, sexual assault, and trafficking. Which I thought first of this whole trafficking bullshit. For someone who fights against human trafficking, I find it abhorrent that they use this word. Mrs. Grant is filing this lawsuit not just to address her own suffering, but also to act for those who are afraid to speak out. What a, whatever, what a, what a, what a person, what a gal. I love his introduction. The two met in March 2019, her and Vince McMahon, when Mrs. Grant was dealing with profound grief and struggling financially. After devoting years to around-the-clock caregiving, her parents passed away on top of that, she was unemployed, and her family home was lost in her parents' bankruptcy. I want you to focus on that. Her parents' home was lost in her bankruptcy. After her family passed away, Mrs. Grant dedicated herself to keep fighting for gaining employment. She needed a job. She needed a job. So. So what happened was apparently she somehow ended up in this building. This complex owned by Trump, okay? Which is still puzzling because this man had the penthouse in this building and she's trying to find employment and she's in this building? And her parents went bankrupt? <clears throat> Things not adding up there. Hmm. Just, hmm. 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 Anyway, anyway, that's just a lawyer's mind right there for you, you know, highlighting some things like, Man, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Mrs. Grant's closest friend in the building was resident manager. Similar personality, Mrs. Grant and resident manager bonded over stories of adversity as they coordinate community initiatives in the building together. Like happy hours. Happy hours and naked twister. Yes. Resident manager was aware of Mrs. Grant's efforts to obtain employment, so she suggested that she contact Vince McMahon. See if she can... Maybe get a job with him. McMahon responded, responded enthusiastically. I quote, Oh, hell yes! That's pretty good. It's, it's, I'm, I got it. I got, pretty it's, good. I, like, I want to do a good job with it, okay? Mm-hmm. And proposed, the, proposed times that they can meet. On or about March 23rd, 2019, Mrs. Grant arrived for a meeting in McMahon's condo. McMahon looked at Mrs. Grant's resume and commented her on her communication skills and common sense. Okay, so they're they're in this, you know, going to his condo, his penthouse. He must have uh, had an open position for someone who had communication and common sense. <laughs> oh, it gets better. It gets better, Tom. It gets better. Okay. At the end of the meeting, McMahon told Mrs. Grant that he didn't just want to give her a job, but I'm going to give her a life. 
and that he would find a place for her at WWE. Listen, you're going to the man's condo. You're not going to the office. You're going to the man's condo. That Trump owns the building. Billionaire's condo. You live in the same building somehow, even though you're unemployed. By the way, she she's never had a job before. That's also in the complaint. I mean, I'm not reading the paragraphs. I'm trying to paraphrase. I'm trying. I know we have a movie to cover, so I'm trying to speed along. Okay. All right. But it's good. So afterwards, he invited Grant as a guest to a WrestleMania, and they, they you know they got a great seat at WrestleMania, which is the Super Bowl of wrestling. But later on, on March 13th, the same same year, the day that Mrs. Grant was scheduled to meet with W corporate officer. McMahon unexpectedly invited Mrs. Grant to come to back to his condo for pointers for a meeting. For the meeting. A pointers. Unexpected. Unexpected. McMahon explained that people are intimidated around him and are afraid to touch him. He added that he is an affectionate person who likes to hug and starves. By the way, speaking of touching, did you see that video where no one's touching the crown prince? Oh, my God. Trump Trump does. I love that. Pats him twice. That's awesome. That's America (laughs) right there. We're not bowed down to your Islam bullshit. He he looks like, who did that? He's like, oh, it's Trump. So good. So good. That was a great video. McMahon then led Mrs. Gray on the tour of his condo before hugging her goodbye again, whispering, feel so good. Oh, do you like that? Um, Somehow turned into Batman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two-Face or someone. Wrong movie. We did that a couple weeks ago. So she had a meeting with them, and she later, on April 1st, she's got pointers. April 1st, she goes to corporate offices. They're still vague on this job, okay, like what this job is going to be. This is rife without this damn complaint. Later today, she texted me, man, and enthusiastically described her meeting, and he he responded with a text, By the way, if you're a bad girl, the T-Rex will eat you. Followed by, seriously, Joe. Wherever you land in WWE will be a credit to the organization. Okay. Gets better. <clears throat> oh, on April 21st, McMahon in the unexpected, unexpectedly invited Mrs. Grant to his condo. <laughs> I wonder what they're trying to insinuate with the unexpected. To provide her with an update. Now, now it starts getting good. Now it starts getting good. Oh, okay, right. okay, okay. So they talked, and she was about to leave. And as she turned to leave, McMahon grabbed a large black electric massager and told Mrs. Grant to turn around for a demonstration. He quickly moved to rubbing his hands on Mrs. Grant's upper back before reminding her that she would hear from her from his office about next steps in a day or two. Hmm. Man, it says Me Too written all over it. All over it. On May 5th, so she got more messages from WWE corporate. Hasn't been officially hired. Everything's fine. She goes back on May 5th, a couple weeks later, to his condo again. Which is the third or fourth visit. And the top of a bucket list came up, okay? And she said she always dreamed about going to the Belmont Stakes. So, of course, he got her two tickets to the Belmont Stakes. What's yes. going? What's going? <laughs> yes, I've always dreamed of driving a Lamborghini. Yeah. McMahon then stood up from his chair and knelt in front <laughs> he, of. He unexpectedly got me a Lamborghini. He leaned close to Mrs. Grant's and told her to kiss him. 
Mrs. Grant paused and gave McMahon a kiss on the cheek, to which McMahon sighed, That's not what I meant. McMahon then begged repeatedly simply to hold Mrs. Grant. Out of fear for her appointment, they lay down in the bed together, but nothing happened yet. Finally, on May 9th, McMahon texted Mrs. Grant that she's going to have a job. What's been like a month? I assume this is the only job on the planet. <laughs> this is the only job. Exactly. This is the only job on the planet. You know, she can't go apply anywhere else. But this is the only well, job. She could, but it wouldn't be enough. I mean, you know, she could work at Starbucks, but man, this is way more money. Oh, yeah. On May 11th, McMahon invited Mrs. Grant to his condo again. <laughs> Unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. And he asked her to lie in bed with him. And had ordered, and he told her, you know what, I told I told him. Sorry. I told him. I'll give you a job offer. Try not to do Batman. It's hard because McMahon has the same thing. McMahon then undressed down to his briefs while Mrs. Grant remained clothed, and he began kissing Mrs. Grant and inserted his hand into her pants without consent. Written consent. <laughs> written consent. She must be of that generation that needs written consent and triplicate for everything. So she, on May 17th, she gets an offer uh-huh. as a entry-level entry level legal administrator coordinator. Never had a job before. This right. is her first job with a salary of $75,000. Okay. <laughs> on May 18th, McMahon summoned Mrs. Grant to his condo again. Unexpectedly. Uh- During the May 18th encounter, Mrs. Grant felt coerced and engaging in sexual activity. And McMahon had trapped her in an impossible situation. She feared adverse career and personal consequences. And she decided she's going to go forward with it. So McMahon said, this is what I've been waiting for. As he performed oral sex on Mrs. Grant, Mrs. Grant Asked that protection be used, and McMahon responded, Ah, baby, I'm clean. Feeling that she was being used for his gratification, Mrs. Grant went numb and was unable to make eye contact. McMahon then flipped on his back and said, Okay, jack him off. Is this lawsuit just a published weird text that they had or conversations? Because... I, I'm not. I'm not seeing the the the, the case here. It's was she been in the condo like five times, six times? I mean, Hansel and Gretel were allegedly entrapped by that what that evil witch in the woods or something. Yes, yes. But that was after they 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 led they were led there mm-hmm. and they stayed there. Yes, and they ate a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they could complain. Well, uh, we were entrapped. No, no, you weren't. You ate all the food. You could have laughed. Yeah. No, this is worse yes. because it's not like she went by once. How many times did you go by? Like six times? Yeah. Probably more than I'm that. Sorry. Six times. more than that. No, there's more. There's more coming up. So she gets a job offer. Well, well, okay. Six times before there was overt. Oh, sexual like, thing. Yeah. Sexual stuff. She goes back in the lion's den. Right. You know, she Why? goes back. Because she knows there is money. Money. Oh, to be oh had. wait till you see what her salary is in like two years. <sighs> Okay. And now she thinks she's going to get millions and, and she can retire. Yeah. She's probably in her 30s. So she eventually, you know, she goes to uh, goes to work. She finds out, you know what? 
there's really no work for her to do. <laughs> what the? <duh? laughs> there is, but not the kind that she's thinking. And she, you know, the complaint bitches about how, you know, some of the employees are jealous and all that. And, like, you know, she's not nothing to do. Um, but throughout this time, McMahon would send her these sexually prolific messages. I mean, that's his own dumb fault. That's pretty embarrassing it is, it is, if it's true. But Yeah, it's, it's true. It's stupid of him. I, I still don't see what But he's a billionaire. Like, here. billionaires are in a different world. So in the summer of 2019, he began to grade Mrs. Grant, calling her, You're my bitch. That, okay. And had and hinting at fascination with her having sex with other people. Of course, again, billionaire, had nothing better to do with his life. <laughs> Here it comes. Wait, isn't, isn't, oh, are they divorced? Did they get divorced? No, no, there's, that's coming up too, Tom. Oh, all right. We, we got to get to that. I'm trying to get to, get to that point. Because this is one of the two biggest things in this lawsuit that I just, we laughed about, okay? McMahon was most aggressive when using certain sex toys named after male WWE wrestlers and performers. McMahon names the sex toys so that the color of the toy matched the race of the wrestler. For example, the black dildo would be named after an African-American wrestler, and a white dildo would be named after a Caucasian wrestler. I'm here, baby. That's it's Jake the Snake. That's only half racist. Yeah, Jake. The Snake Roberts. He's coming after you on his snake. Damien. Yeah, baby. You want Damien? I don't know. I think that's pretty absurd. What? The, the, my, my impression? Yes. No. The, um, my impression's fantastic. Uh, both, that was a good one right there. Both, both are absurd. Oh, it's the Ultimate Warrior. Put some music on in the background. I like mine, the Rowdy Roddy. Oh, right, Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. No, not Piper, just the Rowdy Roddy. Rowdy Roddy. Yeah, baby. So <sighs> the gist of this is there's there's a woman who feels that uh, she doesn't have enough money, right? So she's going to categorize herself as a victim. Yes. And say that the I don't know dozen times she went over to this to this guy's McMahon's condo of her own free will. Several some, times. Somehow, she was entrapped, mesmerized, tricked, mesmerized. bamboozled into doing right. all the things that she because she knew that she was going to get money. Right. But that's that's you know it's neither here nor there. Uh, and now she wants even more money. Yes. Because he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Is that, just, that's the gist of this uh, hashtag Me Too. Yeah, I'll cover a few more details and we'll move along. Okay. Just trying to get the summarization here. During a David and Goliath match, <laughs> Mrs. Grant shared with McMahon her thoughts on the event. The draw of rooting for the underdog. <laughs> She's a genius. That's why she got hired. And, and, and ideas for future events. McMahon, McMahon complimented her creative input and then named a dildo after the small wrestler. <laughs> and attempted to sexualize the situation. Oh, baby. That's right. Ray Mysterio Jr. Was it was it was it uh Daniel what's his face? Uh Daniel whatever his name is. I forget. I don't care. I, I don't give a <laughs> shit. So she ends up going to a doctor short. for all this emotional stress and all this shit. Uh-huh. Um yep. they go back and forth. Of course she keeps on going to his condo. Well, Progressive uh, juries would just go for this. They yeah. eat this up because they don't. They don't even think. They just go. 
woman, man, woman's right. Exactly. Next day. That's <laughs> this is as far as their thought process goes. He's asking her to, you know, to send naked photos and he's sharing them on his one. On March twenty sixth to twenty twenty, COVID year. Um he detailed a way where he sh- where he shared her photographs with a former WWE referee. McMahon described how the WWF referee left to masturbate and told Mrs. Grant she had made a perfect stranger very happy. This is this is just goof. <laughs> so then eventually, here it is. So eventually, he's, I guess McMahon's getting tired. Okay, he's like he's he's been thwapping her with Andre the Giant over and over again. You know, having her. Having, having his way with Kamala and her and, you know, his collection of, his alleged uh, collection of dildos to be used on her. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to have threesomes. I, I'm going to invite someone else to join the fun with Janelle, who keeps on coming to my, coming to my condo. Every time. Unexpectedly. <laughs> Unexpectedly. So, um. Another invite. Well, the day of the first threesome on May 9th, 2020, Mrs. Grant showed up to the condo. <laughs> But reiterated that she did not want to go through with the act of the threesome. Yeah, right. I would rather not. McMahon's manipulative tactics resulted in the outcome that he wanted. Early in the counter, McMahon immediately directed Mrs. Grant to lay down on her back in a supplicated position. While straddling over her, McMahon defecated on Mrs. Grant's head. Here, baby. I'm gonna. Here it comes. I'm gonna crap all over your head. I'm gonna crap. McMahon left the shower, but instructed Mrs. Grant to remain in place with excrement in her hair and to continue performing for her friend. Well, all of that seems credible. Guilty. I want to get to one more thing. And then okay. We'll, then we'll move along. Okay. The three people who love wrestling are still listening. I listen. Maybe it's not. about. No, screw it. I can't believe you printed all that out. I'm a lawyer. That's like I'm, a that's like a tree. Dude, I'm a lawyer, dude. I I get off on this shit, you know. Plus, I think it's bullshit. I I do. I think this is total bullshit. You know. Mm-hmm. We both have daughters. Mm-hmm. All right. And I would hope that we would be smart enough to t- teach our daughters um, not to put them in these types of situations and mm-hmm. to bear themselves in life to where they can actually get real jobs and not be a corporate whore. Because yes. there's a lot of corporate whores out there. A yeah. lot of corporate whores. Oh, yeah. And the fact that this corporate whore allegedly had, uh, or, or, or she, or not allegedly, she's claiming that McMahon allegedly shit on her head, had threesomes with her. Head. And like the one of the things that I didn't read for you, Tom, was the fact that, uh, like she was promoted, yeah, to some bullshit position under John Laurinaitis, <laughs> who was a, um, a talent coordinator of WWE, mm-hmm. and her salary was two hundred thousand dollars a year. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's for, amazing. Uh, Someone who's never had a job and for doesn't have any qualification. Well, qualifications. Well, think, when was she's she got hired? other qualifications. She was hired in two thousand late. 2019. So that's a, that's a year. Like Literally within a year and a half, she was... A Making tour- more money than most people in this country. Yes. Yes. And now she wants yes. more. Yes. She wants more because she knows that progressive juries in New York, New Jersey... The lawyer knows. 
And yes, the and lawyer knows. She knows too, because I bet, like you said, it's got to be a woman. It's uh, yeah. It's 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 it's. And they know. They know this. Yeah. This that more, more than likely they'll go for this, and it'll be a payday. Yeah. And Damien. And just like just like other cases that involve the law, hmm. you know, looking at this from a law perspective, it's just. It's idiotic. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, Tom. Not that I love McMahon or even love wrestling. I don't. Yeah, you don't. I hate how I hate the way he's destroyed it yeah. from a quality product. Oh, I agree. I, to, I, I mean, I hate it, but I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say, well, I don't like Vince McMahon. So F him right. because I, I, I have integrity. Yeah. If, if it's if it's a bullshit thing like this, that's what it sounds like. It's like me with you know, Trump. You know, like the defamation is bullshit. It's bullshit. You, you got to look at this stuff rationally. You can't. I mean, what was she doing there? And she could have walked oh, away. She went to the condo. How many times? Unexpectedly. Yes. Unexpectedly. Uh huh. Exactly. But see, a lot of feminists say, well, 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 she had no choice. She was coerced. That's bullshit. Nope. What happened to the strong female? Yep. Well, the strong female only when it suits them. That's. Feminism only is feminism when it suits them and they can take from men. That's exactly what feminism is. And I don't, I don't want to hear this bullshit. Oh, well, first wave and then second wave. It's always been taking from somebody else. Always. Mm-hmm. From day one. You look at it through a logical, rational, unbiased yeah. filter. That is what it is. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's that. Yeah, we're going to be for that. following the legacy. I know it's a little bit different, but I, I felt entertained by that. Well, you, that and you, you used to love wrestling. I, yeah, I don't and love it anymore. I don't watch anymore. Mm-hmm. It's sort of sad. It, it's very sad because that was a bit, that was a very big part of our childhood. One of my one of my favorite memories mm-hmm. when we were kids. I don't know if you remember this or not. I remember specifically it was a day before opening day and it was WrestleMania nine <clears throat> and you were over. Greg was over and somebody else was over. We were all watching the WrestleMania that took place at Caesar's Palace. We all yes. ordered pizza, and we just sat there and watched it. That was fun. That was a, yeah. That was absolutely one of my favorite. I don't know why it stands out so much, but that was one of my favorite memories of 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 being a kid. Was mm-hmm. was that moment right there? We're all just chilling, watching because WrestleMania nine, as much as they shit on it, yeah, it was it was unique in the fact that it was outside. Well, it was one of the first outside mm-hmm. at Caesar's Palace, and it was also. Uh, one everybody got pissed off about with Hulk Hogan beating Yokozuna after Yokozuna beat Bret Hart. Everyone was mad about that. Everybody shits on Hulk Hogan for no reason. <laughs> Wrestling wouldn't be where it is no. without Hulk Hogan. Sorry. Absol- nope. Absolutely not. People need to fake reality. And speaking of reality, we are here doing a movie. We are doing a movie. We're doing the last of the Tommy Lee Jones January movies. That would be Black Moon Rising. Uh-huh. Black Moon Rising. Um, 19 is a 1985 movie. I thought it was six. Sorry, 86. Sorry, 86. Um, and it seems more, and I know this is going to like split hairs here. It seems more 84. It it seems like 83, 82, yeah, yeah, dude. Well, like early 80s, right? Yeah, it does. Like later 80s had a different feel, but the early 80s, I mean, I liked it. I, I liked the, the, the cinematography a lot, mm-hmm. um, but it did seem early. It did. It, yeah, it did seem early. So, so it opened up. Where do you think it opened up at? You mean like place? Yeah. Ranking? Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth. Seventh. Seventh. Out of Africa came in first. Rocky four. Rocky four in second. Jewel and all. Mm-hmm. Remember the Jewel and all? No. That was with uh, Kirk Douglas and um, she was hot back then. 
Okay. But not anymore. I don't forget her name. I forget her name. If Paul was here, he would know. It's like 80, 90% of women. Spies like us. Okay. Remember Spies like us? One of my favorite scenes. That was with um that one actress who is married to an old friend of mine's son. She was in Kingpin. Can't remember her name either. The Color Purple, which was just re-released to uh, the typical bullshit. White Nights at Six, and then Black Moon Rising, $2,700,000. Followed by 101 Dalmatians, a course line, and of course, Back to the Future, which is in our suppository. <coughs> this movie was actually surprisingly written by John Carpenter, mm-hmm. who written uh, wrote uh, Halloween and Halloween 2, which we have in our... In our suppository, and he specifically said this movie was just about a guy trying to get his car back, and he has yet to see the finished product. Really? No. Just wrote the damn script, said the hell with it. This movie stars Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Linda Hamilton and her beautiful haircut in this movie. Well, she had a lot of wigs. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you. Huh. the first one was the best, though. The, the first wig. Yes. You like that one? It looked like a freaking evergreen. Or like not evergreen. It looked like a shrub. A shrub. A shrubbery. But it looked, you could tell it was fake from like the get go. Oh, that's fine. It's like it looked ridiculous. It's just, it's big 80s hair. Yes. Bubba Smith of Police Academy fame, former football player for the Baltimore Colts as well. And Robert Vaughn. Robert Vaughn, he's, he's, he's my the last one. Yeah. William Sanderson. He's like that guy that stars in everything. Well, Robert Vaughn's one of those guys, too. Yeah, that you see in things, he's usually the bad guy. Yes. He yes. does a really good job, and you're like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? Yeah, who was that guy? Vaughn. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gives this film a rating of 43%, which I think hits the nail on it, based on 14 reviews with an average rating of 4.31. Vincent Canby of New York Times wrote in the review, at the start of Black Moon Rising, a new semi-caper movie. I don't I don't see that. I'm sorry. A caper movie? The FBI hires a freelance thief named Quint to break into the accounting department of a private company to obtain <coughs> records needed to in a grand jury investigation. However, Black Moon Rising is not about FBI and dirty tricks. It's about Quint's attempts to retrieve the records he has stolen after he has hidden them in a trunk of the prototype of a fancy new car, the Black Moon, which itself is stolen. <clears throat> Harley, um, where is this? Uh, shoot. Did you lose your place? No, I lost my space. Uh, Do you need glasses? It has a tendency to put Quint into impossible situations from which he walks away with unexplained ease. Black Moon Rising is very much a January movie, something to fill in a booking gap. Really wasn't a whole lot out there about this movie. I'll be honest with you. In all my research. I found more stuff in the next movie we're doing, 16 Candles. Yes. Um, I had a very, a caper. This is not a caper. I don't, I, I'm still, I, I watched this movie this morning. Yeah. And I still am having issues trying to describe what I was watching. Like, He's, he spends times in bars. His time spends time in bars. He's a badass. Tommy Lee Jones, Quint. This car looks like a retarded Knight Rider. 
What's the was was uh what was the name of that car? Not Reiner. Uh, not uh, it was a uh, shit kit. Retarded kit. Yep. You know, there's only one of that car made actually, and they didn't get a hold of that car, so they had to do a replication of the car. It's a mold what, car. Kit? No, no, not kit. Oh, Black Moon. The Black Moon, yes. The the fancy turbo car that mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton steals. Mm-hmm. With the shit in the background. With the shit in the, the gas tank. But I'm just like... It reminds me... Bless you. Of a movie that you would watch on Fox 45, like Saturday cinema at 2 o'clock when you were a kid. Yeah. A movie that... Well, hopefully not when you're a kid because there's a little bit of nudity. Well, yeah. It's a, a slight bit. Yeah, well, actually, no. There's there's some. Um, so there was some 16 Candles as well. I didn't, I didn't even remember that. <laughs> Dude, I, I, was, I, was, I was like, I was like oh, hey. Whoa. And then you're, you're like, ah, oh, she's probably 16 hours old. Oh, shit. I can't, you know. I was even going to watch that when Kayla was in the room, and I decided not to. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> it's not. Because I thought, I thought, hey, it's just an '80s movie about no. angst and stuff. Nope, no sir. Anyway, Black Moon, Black Moon. Um, <laughs> I just, I, it, it was, it, it was hard. It's like, it's trying to be quasi futuristic, but it's not. Well, don't let, don't let the uh, Black Moon like. The, well, you had the art, the 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 poster or whatever the the movie art. Yeah. Don't let that fool you because that was kind of a futuristic looking. Yeah, I I thought it harkened back even to something from the seventies. I where, could... where you it you had a lot of the cine- cinematography. Uh, it was stills. It was a lot where there was no music. There was except for the synthesizer. A lot that of, damn well, synthesizer lot. came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Jeez, and it. To me, I first time I watched it, I didn't really know what was going on. I, I thought, okay, here's Tommy Lee Jones. He's still dumb. Okay, he apparently knows that guy. Okay, these guys are cops. Bob, Bubba Jones. Yeah, Bubba comes after. He's like, you got to get his stuff. It's like, what the fuck? Okay, f- all right, that's happening. <laughs> okay, there's a car. Why are we watching this? this I don't is, get it. You know, but the second time I watched it. Oh, you watched it twice. Uh-huh. That might have helped. And, uh, well, then I also read a plot synopsis. Okay, that helps. And once I did that, I'm like, okay. That's a big. That's probably uh, one of the biggest criticisms of this movie. Really, that's it. I mean, I thought I thought everyone was fine. I thought everyone acted. It was well well done. I thought it was paced well. Mm-hmm. Although that review you read, he he also mentions that it moves too fast, and I'm like, hopefully he's still not alive in reviewing movies because every movie nowadays is way too fast, has yes. no plot, yes. and no tries to make up for that with yeah. diversity and explosions. And, yeah, no character development exactly. So this movie is. Um, I mean, th- its only fault is it doesn't explain anything. It doesn't. It just. But it just. I don't have a problem with that because it's almost like you're 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 watching like a a moment or a week or whatever in the life of these people, and they're just doing stuff, and you are an observer. Yes, I'm sorry, I pulled one nose. Right, and you're just an observer. You're just observing what is going on, and all all of these storylines happen to be intertwined. The people with the car. And Tommy Lee Jones's character, the FBI agents, and the FBI agents, and they're all like coming together at this one point in time, and then after the movie, the guy gets their car, they go away, you know, Tommy Lee Jones and Lil Hamilton go away, the FBI goes away, and you know, and that's it. But yeah. in this moment in time, they're all intertwined, intertwined and things are happening. Thing, thing. I don't really have to know. What you're just watching? Why. It's, I'm just watching. It's I'm an observer. Me. And I'm like, I'm like, what is like when I, when you say what's going on? I'm like, what 
is this movie? Mm-hmm. I was like, what What am I watching here? I don't know what I was watching. I don't know what I was watching. No, like I said, the first time I watched it, I didn't know what was going on yeah. here. But when I read the plot synopsis, he was stealing something because he was hired by the FBI. And the other guy he knew was also a guy who was stealing, for, uh, I think, for the FBI. But now he worked for that casino. Right. That is mentioned, like, once. And because the main focus, the main bad guy is, is Robert Vaughn's character who mm-hmm. is trying to steal all these cars. So it kind of shifts. It shifts. Yeah, in I can that see that, way yeah. where you have kind of like two bad guys. You have his character and then you have, what's his name, Ringer or whatever the, the, uh, the other guy who's trying to, uh, who's the, the other thief. Yeah. He was trying to uh, get the data back mm-hmm. from for, because he was hired by that casino. Yeah. And, but like I said, it's all of these plot lines and it's not complicated it's just that you don't know who the players are. They don't explain. So it's like, they don't, like through. It's no one has a name tag. Yeah. It's right? just like you're like, okay, what, it, it's one of the movies you, to, you, you might maybe watch twice would help. Yeah. But it's not complicated. It's just, like I said, no one has a name tag. You don't know, you know, anyone's motivation, but it's just you're, you're just watching people do stuff. Like if I were to go upstairs and just people watch your kids and. I was invisible because if I was up the stairs, you know, Kenji would come over and want me to wrestle. Right. But the. Uh, yes. No, he would. But if I was invisible and I would just watch, I wouldn't have to know what's going on. I would just be interested in what they're doing. Yes. Right. I'm not going to go explain everything that no, you're I, doing. I hear what you're saying, but you know, at the same time, you, you don't. Some need, movies need that. Some you don't, movies, if you don't know, you you're know, like, what the heck is going on? Don't need spoon fed, but this doesn't even pick right. up a spoon. This is just like. Right. It, it, I, again, I'm like, I, I, and not only that, but I'm like, what am I? Why is this a sci-fi movie or am I a Mad Max sort of Mad Max? Not sure. I didn't get the, any sci-fi. The at ca- all. Exactly. The well, car. You, well, you Well, yeah. You you get that from the synthesizers and his and dress up. Yeah, the car and how he's dressed up. You know, he's he's dressed, all black. He's in, he's in leather. Yeah, all black. That that's that's usually um oh, I guess. indicative of like to me at least. You know, I'm like is this a retarded? Synthesizers is like an '80s thing. It that's is. not really a sci-fi thing. That's like anyone. I mean, you had horror movies that that used, used synthesizers. synthesizers in the eighties, but the car, yeah, the car looked like it was like you know, uh, Kit and Delorean. Had it, a was it was it was ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm like, what is that one MST three key movie? The like the Lost Horizon, Lost Space, or something like that. That movie was one of my favorite ones. That he did. Uh, nothing beats Kid Dwellers. Or uh, maybe, maybe uh, what was it? The uh, uh, he's got the, the motorcycle. Manos, the hands of fate. No, not Manos. The only he's driving the motor, the motorcycle <laughs> that's talking to him. Oh, he's like you know they they make fun of his voice. <sighs> oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what is that? <laughs> it's a great one, isn't it? Get to go watch that. Um, we need to go watch that one. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look. I didn't think this was that. Like I said, besides the fact that I didn't really <laughs> catch on, it was interesting. I it wanted was. to know. It was. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones is is really good in this, and he mm. sells everything. He does. And and, and Lyndon Hamilton's attractive. Like she's not Terminator Two. Lyndon Hamilton. No. Who is skin and bones, jacked with, up with a scowl on her face, jacked no. up. This is like the opposite of that. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I mean, every point in the movie is is interesting mm-hmm. in a way. You're just not. You know, you don't have like a bulletin. You're like, okay, we're in this part of the church service. You don't have that. You're, you're just kind of long for the ride. Yeah. And then it ends. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. Like, if I didn't know what was going on in, like, a comic book movie, yeah, that'd be, that would be that would suck because the entire point of the comic book movie is to tell a, a specific story about specific characters that you're supposed to know already. This but, I, I Again, I don't know what the hell I was watching. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. I like Tommy Lee Jones and Hamilton. 
Yeah. You know, um, the, you know, you had your typical generic, just, you know, in this in this 80s, you had the generic, typical white guy villains with perms and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were they were a plenty. Yeah. You know, that's always fun to watch. There was jokes about them. I mean, I thought, you know, the guy thought it moved too fast, maybe because I had live some, in the current day. I thought it moved fine. Had some roadhouse flair to it as well. A little roadhouse flair to it. A little bit. A little bit. I don't know. They were really just it was it reminded me of one of those Fox forty five movies that you'd see. And I could watch it anytime. It's not like something I have to be in the mood for. It's one of those you have a movie in the background. Yeah, I could watch it. And it's something you watch. Yeah. And your thoughts? No. What do you give it? A seven. Wow. I liked it. I, I would have given I would have given it an eight if I knew what was going on. And it's not that much more because it doesn't really matter that much. If mm-hmm. it, again, you could watch it and just be along for the ride, you know, figuring out things, right? Mm-hmm. And if you never do, it's, it's fine because things happen. Things happen. I'm going to give it a five. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a five. I mean, again, I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm trying to figure out. It's an 80s movie, too. Yeah. Man, I was just like, okay. Cameron I've never heard of this great. movie before. It's on Tubi. I watched it on Tubi. So I did. Um, but yeah, it's not like The Fugitive, where it's only available on Paramount Plus if you get it through Apple. Yeah, it sucks. What? Or or YouTube. So this ends Tommy Lee Jones January and yes. shuts the lid on January altogether. Thank God January's over. Uh, Fuck January. Three more months to go. Yes, I know. We we. Counting down the days. Somehow May through January. Yeah. Well, actually, today was uh, here in in the Old Bay State. Uh, it was 75. Yeah, it was. So it was really nice. Walked outside. I was like, oh, my God, it's warm. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting all week. Now it's going to get cold again. Oh. <laughs> it's just, this was like a tickle the balls. Yep. Time to get cold again. It's like, oh, we're really sorry that it snowed a lot and it was cold. Here's a nice day. Actually, All it's, right, back in the pit. Actually, the the uh, pattern that's shaping up right now could be pretty epic for snow. Oh, really? Yeah. I heard. I, I was reading. It wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot of snow. Maybe that changed. It's changing. Oh, crap. It's changing. So next week we move into February, and of course we know uh, February is Bifurcated now. First couple of weeks we celebrate Valentine's Day with some mm-hmm. like romantics, like movies, and we're gonna yeah. stay we're gonna stay in the eighties with uh, Molly Ringwald's Sixteen Candles. Actually, Johnny Hughes is singing Sixteen Candles, mm-hmm. and after that we of course we celebrate African American History Month. Yep. Um, I know we have one movie lined up on HBO already. Right. Booty call. <laughs> Booty call, and we'll figure out the last one, but. uh Anyway, until next week, people, we'll see you.